37 Steiner Street, apartment 3, and a drunk is calling. Here we go again. Welcome to Heck Yes. I'm Corey, and uh, got a pretty good little show for you guys tonight. It's a special episode. You know why it's special? No other reason other than that. It is our first Skype interview. Everything went um, pretty well. It was supposed to be just a quick little deal to promo some stuff, and uh, ended up being... A full-on little interview, and um, at 45 minutes in, I thought, hey, this is uh, this week's show, so I canceled the other guests. <laughs> uh, yeah, there was no other guest. And uh, so, hey, this is what we're going to do. But before we get to that, and uh, who I tell you is going to be on, actually, if you're listening to this, you probably already know, um, we'll get to some uh, new site news. First off, we got the domain set up. It's all official heckyespodcast.com that's where you can go you're going to get the new blog the new hosting site which is on Podbean um, you can still access episode 1 on the old Podhoster site um, and there's links to that on the site on the new site as well so that's exciting um, other news I submitted everything over to iTunes so hopefully that'll go up soon also exciting and uh now on the podcast on the new the new site we have our little tracking installed and the of who's who's listening to the show and where they're at um big brother is watching you people and it's me so um i have a couple of questions for all of you out there hopefully you guys will be listening to us again um who is in atlanta georgia and also in a town north of there i can't really tell which one it is um, and also we got some people in the Washington, D.C., Maryland area. Who are you? Do I know you? I thought I knew everybody that might be listening to this. Looks like we got somebody in Dallas. I don't know. I'm curious. So be sure to email me, heckyespodcast at gmail.com, and uh, tell us who you are, and we'll set up a Skype interview. Just kidding. No, no, I will. I will set up something. It looks like somebody's in Michigan. I don't know who's in Michigan. Um, but I do know somebody that is serving our country all the way over in Korea and Jared Copany. I can see that you have listened to the show and that's pretty awesome. You've actually, you commented me, you've commented a couple of times and I appreciate that. Tell all your military buddies and let's get the, uh, the word out. And I command all of you to do that anyway. Um, so on to some listener email. I did a quick little thing right before we started taping and um, didn't get a lot of responses. Got a couple. And the first one is from loyal listener John Odell in Utah. You might know John from the host. He is one of the hosts on Your Proper Dose. You can get that uh, by searching uh, Proper Dose. They're on Podhoster, I believe, but they might be moving. So, um, And you can get to them off uh, the Heck Yes website. Anyway, John writes in and he says, Didn't you take pilot lessons? Ever going to do anything with that? Like fly over the Grand Canyon in an eight-seater while some asshole behind you pretends to throw up. 
Um, this is a common question I get. If you know me, I always thought I was going to be a pilot. Um, I was practically raised that way. The old man is a pilot. Brother's a pilot. I thought I was going to be a pilot. And didn't happen. Um, somewhere around when I turned 18, 19, I kind of lost interest. I was going to school, so just never anything happened with it. I took uh, ground school and uh, never took any of the tests, whatever. And and to the second part of that question, am I ever going to do anything with that? Maybe. Maybe not. Um, right now, probably not in the cards. Uh, that shit costs a lot of money. And... Uh, not the easiest thing to get into as a hobby. So, and John is referring to a story. Um, way back in the day, John, Gary McEwen, and myself, we all went down to Las Vegas because the old man owned a, uh, a little airline that flew over to Grand Canyon. Well, we're flying over there, and on a little trip, it's just the three of us and the pilot and this little Cessna. We're going along, and we're I think we're getting ready to land. And what do I hear behind me? Oh wait, let's let's take let's take a little pause. The pilots. It was kind of a common uh, fear and annoyance with the pilots that passengers would tend to sometimes throw up. Um, and so I've heard I heard stories of the pilots like being thrown up on, and always having to come back clean out the airplane. And it was just a mess. And so, like I said, it was a common fear. John must have heard about this, and we're going along, getting ready to land. And uh, what do we hear behind us? But just like this obnoxiously loud, and you can hear this in a, a two-seater airplane. It's kind of funny. There's a plane flying over the house right now. Maybe you can hear the sound effects. Anyway, um, I turn around just in just in terror, thinking that I'm about to get puked on. And the pilot, I believe, he even turned around like, "Holy shit!" And uh, there's John and Gary just laughing it up, good times. So thanks for that. I'll be forever scarred. Um, so that's John's email. And then right before we went live, little Jeff Huso in Phoenix, Arizona, decides he's going to email me. And, um, wow. Dearest Core Dog, why don't you want to let Muhammad Ali donkey punch you? You got something against black people or something? Crapfully yours, Jeff. You know, Chris used a term last week in reference to Jared. He said that Jared is a pod person, and he lives in a little world. Um, something like that. Jeff! Jeff, you are special. <laughs> you live in Jeff world, which where this stuff makes sense. I have no idea. Um, I don't think Muhammad Ali... What, I don't even... I'm an idiot. Maybe I don't know what a donkey puncture is. And no, I have nothing against black people. So, on with the show. My first guest, or the only guest this week, is uh, the aforementioned Gary McEwen, who accompanied us on this uh, little flight of joy over the Grand Canyon so many years ago. I've known Gary a long time. And he's on this week to promote the new show that he and Tim Coots are doing. It's their brand new show, Kings and Champions. So, without further ado, let's get on with it. Okay, now we're going to speak with uh, Gary McEwen, the host of the brand new show, Kings and Champions, yes. with uh, Tim Coots, who's also going to be his little his, uh, partner, partner in crime there, little fella. Right. Well, it's technically my show, Corey, and then Tim's going to be on it as well, as like a permanent <laughs> guest. 
<laughs> is he going to be like the Ed McMahon role and just kind of sit there and laugh? And Yeah, he'll laugh. Um, he'll have a few things to add, but mostly it's going to be me talking and him laughing. But that'll be it. You know, it's great that we're cutting this uh, this little interview here with the fire department running around the background. So, In your house? Yeah, yeah. Where do you live, though? You live in Compton, so it's not unusual for that to happen. Yeah, and I know that they're not coming for me. So, um, Do you know? Do you know they're not coming for you? I do, I do. Because don't you think that most people the firemen come for don't know they're coming for them usually until it's too late? Do you ever watch Cops? Yeah. No, yeah, but I, I think I'm okay. I mean... And plus it's they don't know until the last second because they never have their clothes on. They're half-dressed <laughs> all the time. So, so uh, I was uh, speaking with Gary tonight after we were listening to what well, he had just – I don't know if he scarred me for life here. Um, I'm, I'm terrified now with this Sim Fuckus kid that, uh, that Tim Coots discovered from Kings and Champions. Um, he is a kid with pageria. Who's also? Well, we don't know that for a fact. He's got something. All... He, he's yeah. and and he's really into the hip hop world. Um, mm-hmm. If 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 that's how you can describe it, let me see if we he can play. He fancies himself Eminem. But a boy and girl. As you can see. Here, here like we're, I'm playing a clip right, right now. now. Okay. You know, he might be singing a song. He might. I don't know. Get a letter from a mailman. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he might. To see some fuckers come back. Oh my god. And all I'm just saying is. It's like a car wreck though, you can't stop. Now he's flashing the sun. Tell me you wouldn't be terrified, like if you ran into him in the back alley somewhere. I wouldn't know what to do. You don't know how to attack something like that. I wouldn't go out of the ordinary. Now he's gonna sing a song. You know, I implore all of you out there. This is not him singing. We're going to stop that little clip here. Anyway. Yeah, post the link to it on your website. I will. I will. You might need to do it too. Um, yeah. This is... It's He's a piece of work. Yeah. If you go on YouTube, search for a Guru Guru Tool. That's G-U-R-U-T-E-W-L. And my goodness, I, I don't even know... <laughs> Anyway, this guy, he's special. Um, and that leads us to uh, our next topic of uh, Queen. <laughs> yeah, and now... <clears throat> so uh, you just mentioned to me that you've been listening to a lot of Queen. And a I lot. revealed to you, I've been listening to a lot of Queen. Mm-hmm. I-, I saw some Freddie Mercury documentary on the other night. That is so funny that you say that. Now, the I don't on mean the to logo. interrupt, but let me, let me tell you something. I was looking online, I'm like, somebody has to have made a movie about this guy because I don't, have no idea why I've become so obsessed with him, but I want to know his life story. I am the same way. I, this came out of nowhere. I kid you not. This came out of nowhere about probably two, three weeks ago, and it just something blossomed inside me and said, I need to find out who this dude is. There's something, he, there's something fascinating about him. I, yeah. I, I, it's, I think it's the teeth. And he was real private, too. Oh, yeah. And the way he prances and, around, I... I from what I read, quite the ladies' man. <laughs> he loved pussy. It was that's what I've heard. Yeah, they're just yeah, it, yeah. So I don't know. I think a lot of his songs were based off of that. Yeah, his experiences. Um, um, Fat bottom girls. Have you have you listened to that song at all? Dude, that's one of the greatest guitar riffs of all time. See, and I I, I unfortunately didn't get into a lot of the old music growing up. 
you know, because mm-hmm. I lived in Southern California, so it was more hip hop and and that scene. But I, I just become recently it, with the shit that's on the radio now. I just get sick of hearing it, and I, I find myself going back to to bands even like the early '90s, like Nirvana and Pearl Jam, who I didn't like at the time, but I'd rather listen to than than the stuff that's on the radio now. So Queen, holy shit, dude! I mean, they're they're greatest hits. I have one, two, and three. And you put that thing on loop, and you'll get lost. You'll get lost. <laughs> and I call their positive rock too. I was it looking is. at some of their lyrics the other day. It's just like all like, you know, you can do it. You can live your life and be free and be free. Don't stop me now. Don't... That song, it, it's a roller coaster, <laughs> and you just, from beginning to end, I find myself listening to that song, and I just feel filled with joy. You know, when it's over. So. I was watching one of their, uh, the Live Aid. Stuff from Wembley Stadium the other mm-hmm. day on YouTube, and uh, they played they they busted in the Radio Gaga. Yeah, Man, that's that a weird kicks. song. It's weird too, though. I mean, just like you said, it's kind of like a fluff song a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. It's strange. Um, but there's something about him that's just fascinating. I I, I want to know more. I, I just think it's amazing that you're in the same realm. Out of right nowhere. Now. Yeah, you know, I, I went through a big Queen stage in. I want to say junior high, where I would listen to that greatest hits album. I listened to it all the time. I don't know why. There was there was a couple of songs on there that I just thought were cool, and maybe that was it led to something else. That, that and what's just, funny, mm-hmm. it, he has a very obviously a unique voice, but and this could be me and my because of the fact that I don't pay a ton, attention to a lot of the the soundtracks and the music that's in movies. So many of their songs, even to this day, are used in movies that I had no idea. One that it was Queen. And two, that, wow, you know, Adam Sandler probably uses a lot in his movies. But it's kind of amazing the the, the amount of good hits and songs they actually had. Um, did you look up to see what his real name is? Freddie Mercury? Um, I've heard it before. It, what is it? Farouk or Farouk Bolsara? Yeah. Did you know that? I, yeah, I had, I had heard it before. There was some other big, long documentary that was made about him. Where was he born? Uh, Morocco? Uh, close. Zanzibar. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's why. That's where I order food for you. <laughs> Always. <laughs> yeah. Delicious. I won't cook it for you, but I will yeah. order it for you. And his mustache. Did you see the mustache that he grew? That oh, he yeah. was able to grow? That thing's incredible. And nobody knew that this guy was playing from Iron Maiden, you know? Or not, shit, not Maiden. Tim will kill me. Priest. Judas Priest. Exactly. <laughs> Easy. You're right, because Tim does. He asked me the other day, do you like Maiden? I'm like, ah, I don't know, take it or leave it. Don't really care. Um, I don't, I don't, I, God, I hope the show gets off the ground. <laughs> I don't know. This could be a divider. It could be a deal This breaker. could be. Yeah, I don't know. that. And uh, He doesn't like any of the music I like. And I hate to get off a of queen, but yeah, he doesn't like any of the same. I mean, Red Hot Chili Peppers is about the extent of our uh, agreement when it comes to music. Um, but yeah, by getting back to Queen, I I put the CD. I drove out to Salt Lake City um, about a month ago, mm-hmm. and I burned just the like some of my songs because I have like fifty of their songs. And I put my favorites on the CD, and was driving out to Salt Lake City. And this is how I know that. Uh, I wonder if maybe it's you and I have some sort of a, a connection that we're not aware of, but put it in there. And I was turned to my wife and I said, how do you not love this music? She's like, I am so sick of this. I don't want to hear any of this. And 
I go, how did you not? It's a kind of magic. It's a miracle. It is. (laughs) And then I started to wonder for a second. And this is just, and I'm being honest in that front here. I started to wonder, why am I listening to Queen all of a sudden? Like, am I, am I going through some sort of physical change, some metamorphosis? I don't know what's going on here. And then I I, I realized that, you know what else I've been listening to? And I probably shouldn't even say this. Oh, God. No, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say what. No, I think you need to say it. I think you brought it up. Um, it's one song in particular, and before you say anything, I'm going to tell you who the artist is. I want no, you to let me guess. I I'm going to guess because you and I've been kind of tuned in tonight. Okay, uh, but, you know I don't want to ruin it though by having you guess the wrong thing and then be such such a letdown. But if you guess what the song that I've been listening to from the artist I've been listening to, I'll be blown away. I'll guess the artist. Okay, go ahead. The Bee Gees. No, no, no. Close? Um, similar hair. Uh. <laughs> But uh, from, I think it's Barry. Barry Gibb, is that his name? Ah. Yeah, that's it. Talking that's it up. It. Yeah. No. By the way, uh, that Timberlake bit, Yeah. that kills me on, on Saturday Night Live. Anyway, let's continue. Wait, on. Wait, which one are you talking about? The the, uh, the Barry Gibb talk show with Jimmy Fallon? I haven't seen that. Oh, dude, you need to look at You know what Tim showed me the other day was the, uh, the sequel to Dick in a Box, and I hadn't seen that. <laughs> Mother lover. Oh, shit, that was funny. Dude, they replayed that. Uh, okay, what we're talking about is the recent Timberlake, Justin Timberlake uh, episode on Saturday Night Live. Right. And, you know, with all Timberlake's, you know, in sync, I had nothing to do with. I, obviously, we were, you know, in the music, like cool music. And so in sync, Backstreet Boys, that was a little past our, or, I don't know, after our time, whatever. Right. Um, although you and I did share a, a nice. Boys to Men concert. You know what? And I thought about that the other day. Was that you and I at that? It was supposed to be John, but John of Proper Dose Podcast. Right. Um, sorry, your Proper Dose Podcast. Your proper, that's right. Um, he cracked a rib that day playing basketball, and so he right. gave me his ticket. Right. <laughs> and, and remember how acoustically bad the Delta Center was at the time? And we were on the very top last row. Yeah. And, and the guy that with the bass, oh, <laughs> you, it just, yeah, it was rumbling through the it caused your heart to palpitate. It was auditorium. very deep. That's all you heard. Um, <laughs> but, uh, getting back to this. Oh, go ahead. Finish well, your story. Okay. Uh, yeah. Just the the Timberlake. Ever since he started acting and the whole Dick in the Box, that changed my view on him. I'm like, that guy can do anything now. I'm like, oh, he's cool. I'm not and, gonna like uh, celebrate his entire album catalog, but funny that you say that because that was gonna be my next uh, or segue into this is that I listen to Justin Timberlake. In, in fact, I have both of his albums on my Zoom. Um, it's my guilty pleasure. I don't know why, but uh, I do have it in there. And uh, Dude, I'm not going to lie. What, what comes around goes around. I yeah. love that song. Love it. I, I love that freaking song. <laughs> and, and he was the only bright spot of Alpha Dog, that movie. I thought that movie was terrible. I have that movie burned right now. Um, and I have, have you not seen watched it? No, I haven't it's watched it. It's not good. Really? Um, yeah, what's the, the dude, the main dude in that? I don't Who's know. in Milk? Oh, uh... Played the glasses, played Cleve. Hirsch. Yes. And he was, was also in a girl, a girl Next Door. And with, he was um, also in... Uh, Alicia Cuthbert, who was gorgeous. Oh, but, uh, yeah. He was good in that, but he was terrible in Alpha Dog. I did not like that movie. Now, have you seen Into the Wild? Um, is that Grizzly Man? No. Yeah, it's similar like that to Grizzly Man. No, I haven't. That movie it's, will change your life. I'm go- is it a documentary? No, 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 no. It's similar no. to Grizzly Man. But okay, because I didn't like Grizzly Man. Okay, well. I'm glad he got eight and his girlfriend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, well, not the girlfriend. The girlfriend, I don't think, wanted to be there. 
Well, they, they gave you that idea, but did you notice how poorly filmed that movie was? Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't care for anybody they spoke with in the whole movie. The pilot who said he flew over and saw, he's like, I, I saw the rib cage down there and just knew it was my friend. Well, no shit. There's no other men down there. Of course it's going to be your dead friend. <laughs> Could be but, an Eskimo. <laughs> no. They don't live. No, it was warm at this time. They're not out. But he just loved those creatures. That's the problem is he didn't, he wasn't like Steve Irwin. At least Steve Irwin gave us like facts and tips and, and kind of information about the creatures he was investigating or going after. This dude was just flamboyant and was naming them like champ and, and like chocolate face and named just weird names for the animals. And he'd say things to him like, I love you. You're, I love you so much, little fox. Yeah, the fox. Yeah, what? No, uh, Into the Wild, is it's it's similar in that it's in Alaska, and uh, he's kind of out there by himself, and that's about it. Who's but out there? Emil Hirsch. Oh. Okay. Netflix that today. You load it up on the old queue. Well, I have that movie that you and, was it you and Jared? Or maybe you and Chris talked about on, on episode one or episode two of your show, uh, where oh, it was. Vernon? Yeah, Florida, the Vernon, Florida. That's that's coming, I think, next week. Uh, Jeff so. Jeff Huso uh, of Machine Fetish fame, he's already he's already watched it. I don't know if he downloaded it or whatever, and he's already quoting it. So <laughs> it, it's got quotes in there, quotable material, huh? Yeah, I, no, I've only seen it once, so I need yeah. to watch it again. But it's fascinating. Okay, Have so anyways, I, I want you to play this song when you get a chance, and I don't know if you want to play it. Um, even when I tell you about it, but I think everybody, and this is going back to, we kind of got off on a tangent there, but going back to that, the artist, the artist I've been listening to now, you were, you we were close when you said the Bee Gees. And I, when I say close, I mean, Barry, was it Gib, was it plural Gibbs or just Gib? I don't I know. How it's Gib. Okay, Gib. Barry Gib. So it's not Timberlake? No, it's not Timberlake. <laughs> it's in addition to what I'm about to tell you. Oh my God. I'm so, so terrified. Yeah. Now, this is one song in particular, and I, I really hope – and the reason it, it came up is because HBO showed the movie that this song was featured in. And this song, that movie was probably 79, and I don't even know if you've seen it. But it was a movie that starred uh, one Chevy Chase and Goldie Hawn. Do you know the movie? Oh. And it had an albino, and it had uh, – It's one I of believe, the ones that was, like, really bad. That just didn't... It was not bad, though. It's a good movie. No, which, what is it? Foul play. Okay. okay oh, all right. It, I've seen parts of it, yeah. Okay, and at the end, um, it shows basically them driving off, and they're driving down the coast, and this song is playing. And it, um, the song is Barry Manilow's... <laughs> I, didn't even get the I didn't even get it out, and you're already laughing, you son of a bitch. Barry Manilow's I'm Ready to Take a Chance Again. <laughs> Now, let me tell you what's magical about this song. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I know you're probably bringing it up right now. To play oh. It. Uh, <laughs> I, I heard the typing. I know that's what you're doing. And if you find it, make sure you get a live recording of him, because when he sings it live, it makes your heart melt. But he sings this song. And I don't know what instrument it is, where they build it up, and it sounds almost like a harp or a violin that they used to use a lot in the early 80s, maybe late 70s, early 80s. And uh, they just don't do it like they used to. And it's a great song. The harpsichord? I don't know. I have no idea what that is. Is that a stringed instrument? What is that? 
I think that's a harp. Is it a harp? It goes a. You just made that sound. Okay. Are you playing it right now? Oh, I am. Jesus, well, you better brace yourself. You're in for a ride. This song? Yes. Are you celebrating his entire catalog now? No. I, I made it clear. Like, I agreed to tell Wait, you. Hang on, hang on. You know, I, honestly, I think this is the first Manilow song that I've ever listened to. Wow. You're in for a treat. I got to the chorus. Is there anything after the chorus, or is there another part? It's the whole song. And it may really? take two or three listens. I think it may take two or three listens for you to appreciate that. I think you're going through the life change. <laughs> like, what type of life change? I don't get it. I don't know. Queen and Manilow? I, I know. I know. Is, maybe there's some kind of a... a there's maybe a clip of them singing together. No, I, mean, I don't think, no. I don't think that 70s happened. were a wild time. Well, yeah, clearly. So what was that the ending credits music to this? It was. Play? Really? It was. Yeah. And, and if I agree to watch that movie, you talk, Into the Wild, you should really rent Foul Play because it's got some funny, funny scenes in there, funny bits. It, it was kind of like his pre-Fletch it movie, was. right? It was kind of Fletchy. A, a little, yeah, he played a cop. Um and Goldie Hawn was, I believe she was just being, if I, I can't recall, but she was being chased at the beginning by this albino for, for a reason she didn't know. And <laughs> Chevy Chase got involved, and his job was to protect her. And, of course, they fell in love and had this thing going on. And Goldie Hawn, I mean, she, back in the day, she was hot. You know, oh, her, oh, you know what? Wildcats She's and all that. Man, I loved her. No, she doesn't. She looks like a lion now. She's getting those cat features from all the plastic surgery. Her and uh, Meg Ryan. Oh, this is true. This is true. Meg she's... Ryan looks perfect now. Oh, yeah. yeah. She looks like the cat person. I don't know, know what's dude... happening to the ladies. I mean, we've lost Kelly Mielis. Goldie Hawn's on the yes. way out. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Meg Ryan. Oh, uh, and, and uh, Kelly Mielis. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about her tomorrow on my show. Okay. Good, so, good yeah, I don't want to really get into that. but. Oh, no, I don't expect you That's... That's that's an important. That's that's part of me died when I found out about that. You know she's playing in a play here in Pasadena. Really? Yeah, just down the street. What who what does she play? I don't. I have a lesbian, I guess. I don't know. Really? Yeah. So it's not a stretch then anymore. For no. Her. <laughs> well, so, I, I don't know. I, <clears throat> I, I don't her, know what to think of this man. It, okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on this briefly sure. because it, it it hurts me this bad. Kelly McGillis, when I when I was growing up, Top Gun was what 85. Mm-hmm. So I was, what, nine, nine, ten, maybe 11 years old. So getting into that, you know, that, that age, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Her, the way she, you look at Top Gun now, she, she was hideous. You look back, and she was an ugly, ugly person in Top Gun. <laughs> you know, looking back now, I'll look her at eyebrows? it again, and I'm like, I don't know what I saw on her. You know, yeah, I me too. Eight, so I don't know. <laughs> That's what I mean, but I had a huge crush on her. Right, it, that that reaches areas that I'm not even going to speak about. Not on this show. No, no, it's too risky. But I hope we hear it on Kings and Champions. Definitely on Kings and Champions. Man. And were we not going to cut a promo for that? We're doing it right now. This is the promo. This is it. This is it. Wow. So uh, before uh, we get to that, was there? Um, let's see, how are your Dodgers doing? They're doing great. And what's great about the Dodgers mm-hmm. is, in my understanding, they're halfway through the suspension of Manny Ramirez. July 3rd. A, a suspension back. that I don't think was warranted. 
I mean, because of the fact that we all know that half the the Major League Baseball players are taking steroids, and he was only caught with the ending of the steroids. So Here, here's my stance on it, and, and I've I've said this we to several. Ones, but go ahead. Right. Well, I've said this to several people. These guys are so hopped up on painkillers, cortisone shots, backache. I mean, they've juiced the balls. They've uh, <laughs> the baseball shortened the fields. They've made shortened the fields. The fields. Right. They've raised the mounds. They've done all these other little tweaks to everything. So now that stuff's okay. And you can be drugged up to where you don't, you know, you have to cut to feel, as you say. Exactly. <laughs> that was the best line ever. <laughs> I'm stealing that from you. That's um, fine. But you do something to help with your workout routine, to take some kind of a supplement to help you heal faster. Well, that's wrong. What? What's the point? Yeah. Yeah. And nobody cares about baseball anyway, so... Whoa, what? Whoa. <laughs> no, I mean, in the whole scope of things, baseball is an outdated sport. Their whole The salary cap right. system is... They don't even have a salary cap. Okay, well, let me tell you something about that. Hmm. Now, if, if, if baseball is going to bring in the amount of income that it does bring in for owners, hmm. amount of revenue that's produced from the players, are you saying, even without a salary cap, that the owners should be getting the money and not the players? No, 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 no. I'm talking about just the the uneven distribution amongst the teams. Oh, you mean they need to have like a a, a fair act where everybody shares the wealth? They do kind of have that, I believe, to a certain extent. They do, but still these teams, they just offload their players. Their farm systems for the Yankees and the Red Sox now. No, I think free agency is what's killing it. Your players don't stay for the same team like they used to. You know, you don't have the same player playing for the same team for his whole career. Yeah. There needs to be more of, I think, that the owners need to get together and figure out a way to keep the same. It's so hard for you to like a player, you know, because like Manny Ramirez, for instance, is going to be on the Dodgers probably this year. Well, they signed for two years, maybe. It's one-year option, I believe. Yeah, one year. He's going to be gone, and that's fine. You just can't like a player like you used to and get just so into your team and into your players like you used to, even 15, 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. Like Daryl Strawberry. But Manny Ramirez, anyways, yeah, they're they're halfway through their, his suspension, twenty five twenty five games into it, and they're still what seven games above. Oh yeah, they, still, they still have the best record in the, the majors. Yeah, so I mean seven seven games above the next team in line for the best record. So, yeah, they're doing fine, oh, yeah. which scares me because when he comes back, he may mess it up and they may do horrible. So I don't know. No, no, he'll only make them better. It just it'll be what happened last year. I'm feeling it this year. I have this feeling in my stomach. This is a year. And 1988. <laughs> can, I, can I tell you, on the Xbox, I actually bought Game 1 of the 1988 World Series on the Xbox Live. Is that the one that you sent me the clip? I watch that all the time on my phone, by the way. <laughs> the one with Kirk Gibson? Yeah, and you're doing the face. That was the single greatest play in Major League Baseball history. Well, let's touch on this real quick, because it's okay. the story that I know. You had tickets to that game. That's not true. Who told you that? You did. I don't remember telling you that story. Didn't you have tickets? I was supposed to go to that game. Oh, but okay, I didn't. yeah, yeah, okay. Well, it's the same thing. You were supposed to go. Right. Why didn't you go? I don't recall. Why didn't I go? Do you, I don't know. I'm asking you. I, I, don't, I don't... You need to realize I'm in my Christ year. Your... I'm in my Christ year. I'm 33 years old. I can't remember any of that. You're in your Farley year? Yes. <laughs> so up, don't man. ask me those questions. I, I, don't, I don't remember what happened. All I know is that I watched that game on TV. Vince Scully made the call, mm-hmm. and it was the single greatest moment. In my life, I believe. Was I it? cried, Corey. I cried when that happened. 
You know what game I? You know it was only game, game one. <laughs> it didn't matter. They went on to win. If they hadn't gone on to win, you're right. I probably wouldn't say that. But they went on to win the World Series. I mean, you had the best closer in baseball at the time, Dennis Eckersley, and the the MVP, Kirk Gibson, who couldn't play the whole game. He couldn't walk. Walked up to the plate. Three two. Mike Davis on first base gives them a chance. Steals second. So they're down by one. Three two count. There it is, magic. And he, it was like the natural. It was like Robert Redford <laughs> stumbling around the bases and the lights exploding. That was the only thing that was missing from that shot. Is it you that gets a little dusty? Gets a little dusty in the room when you watch the end of the natural? I cry. You have no idea. I cry at every movie now that I have a kid. I cry. I do. I cried at the end of E.T. and I watched the last fifteen minutes the other day. Oh, I haven't seen that movie. In- I was sobbing, dude. I was sobbing uncontrollably, and I don't even try to hold it in anymore. I just let it fall. <laughs> the movie that gets me every time is uh, Big Fish. I haven't seen that all the way through. I've heard it's magical, though. Now, are you the one that also gets a little? You get a little emotional at the end of uh, the Best of Times when when he catches. <laughs> You're right. I hate to admit that, and that was a comedy. But when Robin Williams makes that catch from Kurt Russell, mm-hmm. absolutely. Best of Times is the football movie uh, from. Late '80s, I believe. Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it's definitely late '80s. When uh, Robin Williams and Kurt Russell they they re- recreate this uh, high school football game from back in their days. And Big rivalry, right? It's a good times. Now, one more movie topic. Well, no, okay. Dodgers, they're doing good. We'll we'll hit one more sports subject here. Mm-hmm. That's a good recap of the whole thing. That's that, that's good stuff. Um, mm. you're cl- real quick. The Clippers. Are you still a Clipper fan? Okay, I talked to him about this. They, 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 they've, they've had it before, and it doesn't matter. Right. The problem with the Clippers is Donald Sterling and Elgin Baylor. Well, Elgin Baylor, he's out. When, when did he get out? <laughs> yeah. uh, they gave him the boot at the beginning of the season, and now it's... Okay, mm-hmm. I, don't, I, I don't know why. I played basketball in high school. I don't follow basketball anymore. I don't know why, but I stopped... It's probably because the Clippers are that bad. But if the Clippers make the playoffs, I'll watch. Otherwise, I'll check the standings every once in a while. I don't really follow them. I know they got the first pick, but that doesn't mean anything. They've had it before. Yeah. Bo Kimball. Do you remember Bo Kimball? <laughs> yes. On the court when Hank Gathers died. At El- uh, what was yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loyola Marymount. Uh-huh. Yeah. Had him gone. He was in a movie. Terrible movie. <laughs> he did nothing. The Clippers do nothing with their picks. Lamar it's Odom, one. he was the number one pick for them. Yeah, great. Who's he play for now? Not them, the, the, exactly. other, the other tenants. Yeah, the Clippers are the, are the step before. They're like the, the training ground oh, yeah. for players to get to other NBA teams. So I don't care. I, I don't care about the Lakers. I don't care about basketball. I don't care about the Magic. <laughs> I don't care about any basketball at all. I'm looking forward to the NFL season. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to uh, baseball because I like baseball. Yeah. And I know it's on right now. But I don't. Uh, I, I also turned off my cable for the summer. So I don't have ESPN anymore. What? I don't. I don't see a reason to have it because I'm not in my house as much during the summer. So, well, okay. you know, and plus all the shows I want to watch are on Hulu. Yeah, yeah. I don't watch a lot of TV. Yeah. No reason to. Yeah. Especially with Netflix. But you know what? One movie has been on a lot. What? And I, I, I was watching it last night. I love it. It's one of my top ten all-time favorite movies, and I, I don't think you're on board. Still, to this day. Let me guess this. I think you know what it is. Let me guess this. Is this, uh, was it like the 
uh, Omega Force or some shit. What? Not Mega Force. Also Mega awesome. Force. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's the other movie that I, I think you might have finally watched it. Nothing? What? Midnight I, I, Run. I uh, De Niro? De Niro and Charles Grodin. You hate Charles Grodin. He was good in Beethoven, one through seven. They were all good. But you won't watch him in the greatest movie. I haven't seen Midnight Run. I remember you always told me about that. Never watched it. Okay, load it up in Netflix. Do it. Is it is it is it one you can watch instantly? Yes. Well, oh, it, it, online. Play, yeah, Netflix. Because if it's not, I'm not going to waste a cue spot for God, that. God damn you! Damn I'm you! Not gonna do it. You let me know when it's on TV, like regular TV, and and maybe I'll I'll TV it. You got to watch it unedited. <laughs> what do you mean? All the stuff on cable now is unedited, mostly. <laughs> no. Yeah. They no. do swear words and stuff. <laughs> just just watch it. Everybody out there, watch Midnight Run. Why do you Why do you talk about that? Uh, what's Tell me what's so good about that movie. It's just great. It's it's timeless. You can't just you can say that. Up. You need to tell me why it's good. It's a buddy comedy. They're sell going me. on their Midnight Run. For, isn't he like a, He's a, a fugitive? Hunter and Charles Grodin's a fugitive, and he's capturing him. He's trying to get him from New York to Los Angeles by the certain amount of time. It's. It's one of those that's not even dated. The only way that you can tell that it's dated is that they're not using cell phones. And that's it. It's the music is great, the story is great. The Have you honestly is great. sat through it all the way recently? Last night, I sat through. I sit through it every time it's on. Because you know you have this memory of something. You remember it being really good. You remember it being just the best ever, and then you go back and watch it or play it when in in, ref- in reference to video games, mm-hmm. and you're like, "What the hell was I thinking?" No, not this Why one. was that good? That's like never-ending story. Ugh, <laughs> it's a terrible movie. <laughs> You're the one who just watched ET again, so I don't. ET was good, and I watched the one that they remastered, With the... where they took the guns out of the hands and put flashlights or flashlights. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's such a good story, and I do. I cried everything, dude. I went and saw Up in the theater the other day. Ah, I hear that's good. I cried. <laughs> And I cry in front of my daughter, and it breaks my heart to cry in front of her because it lets her know I'm a weak man. <laughs> but I can't help it. I've seen my old man cry once, <laughs> and that was at a G-dub? funeral. Actually, twice. Uh, twice. It was at two funerals, and that was it. Hey, one was at a funeral. The other was when he was cutting some onions. <laughs> he was looking for his pliers. So uh, how how is he doing? How are your parents doing? Uh, the parents are good. They're good. Good. They're, uh, <laughs> if I told them about this podcast, I don't think that would just blow their minds. Why? Uh, they, they, they'd be confused. Now, I'm not going to talk about your dad because you have to understand. You have to have met your dad to understand anything we're going to, you know. Yeah, it's, about, it's but, a little inside. Yeah, a little, little bit. In, yeah, but he is a, he's a great guy. I just got to be honest with you. He was a nice guy playing golf with him. I, I enjoyed every minute I spent with that guy. Yeah. <laughs> and your mom. She was, she was, she was a beautiful woman. <laughs> beautiful. Uh, uh, Beth and G-Dub, good times. Yeah, they, I mean, the, both of them are, are great people. I mean, you, uh, you know, was he, is he the one that played Chuck Yeager Air Combat, or was it you that played it and then got me into it? For G-Dub, what? Yeah, did your, did your dad play Chuck Yeager? No. I, I was thinking about this earlier. Your dad no, didn't play, no. you played that. We're talking about the, the greatest video game. <laughs> and you can actually, you can still, time. you can play it online. Oh, yeah. There's a web, well. There's a website where somebody's made a flash of the game. It's oh my gosh, it is. And I I, I remember it being like a 
was it X-Wing or TIE Fighter? Remember those where you had uh, yeah. like 22 discs you had to install on your computer to play um, a game? This one was four, I think. <laughs> four discs, and you had your old Tandy you used to load it onto. <laughs> <laughs> and I think last week you were talking about like your old Tandy or NES, and you, uh, you talked about Nintendo or something, and I remember when you stole my Roger Clemens baseball. <laughs> And you, do you do you honestly still have it? I don't know. Maybe oh, you need to sell it on eBay. I'm sure you get a pretty penny. <laughs> the, 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 that that was a great uh, baseball game that only had like the last twenty games of the season. It didn't even have a full season. Man. <laughs> the characters' names, like Daryl Strawberry, was like Dan Raspberry. Yeah, yeah. It changed all the names because it didn't have the Major League Players Association on it. That and the only way to beat it was to like. Was to, it was some gimmick that you had to do with like loading up the bases and then somehow bunting people in. That was the only <laughs> way to beat the game. Just like suicide squeeze every run you get yeah, in the whole it game. It was kind of cheap. I mean, I remember when I finally figured it out. I'm like, I feel so dirty doing this, but it's the only way to beat this stupid game. And how would you even describe how to field in that? Remember, it switched you around to like a behind the back shot of the outfielder. <laughs> I think so. It was terrible. It was a poorly made game. Oh, yeah. It was no RBI baseball. Definitely not RBI no. baseball. Um, or Bubble Bobble. What? I don't know this one. Bubble Are you bubble. shitting me? Yeah, no. You have an emulator. Go download it. Bubble Bobble. Yeah, you're two dinosaurs, and you eat bubbles. Oh, okay. I thought it was a baseball game. I'm stupid. No, no. No, it's, no. Bad reference. Yeah. So anyways, how do we get off on this? So we're talking about Queen. <laughs> I think we were going to talk about your show. No, what I want you to do, mm-hmm. if, you know, I don't talk about my show, is listen to Don't Stop Me Now. What but I want you to listen to it when you get a chance. You don't have to do it now. When you get a chance, listen to Don't Stop Me Now by Queen because listen to it four times in a row. Okay. In a row. Just put it on repeat and listen to it four times in a row, and it will be your favorite Queen song after those four times. Really? Yeah. It better really, than Innuendo? Innuendo is really good, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's better. And Killer Queen. Do you like Killer Queen? She's a killer. Yeah. Queen! <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Flash, boy. of course. <laughs> No, uh, One Vision from Iron Eagle. Oh, you know what? And this is going to blow your mind. I did not know that was Queen. I think I had a feeling that it was Queen. It was either Queen or... Who the fuck did I think it was? Somebody somebody else. Um, Iron Maiden, maybe. And uh, <laughs> Kenny Loggins. Good event. Oh, yeah. Oh, and was it you that said that the uh, Top Gun theme wasn't on the soundtrack? Correct. Not on the cassette. It was not on it the cassette. It is not. Did you say Kenny Loggins wasn't? Or was it just the Top the Top Gun thing. And the Righteous Brothers song was not on the soundtrack. What song is that? I don't know that song. You've lost that love and feeling. It is on there. No. Nay. Yes, it is. No. No, it is not. Lost that love and feeling. Am I confusing that with the song by Berlin that they play? You might what? be. Come on. The, you never close your eyes anymore when I kiss right. you. But wasn't that sung by Tom Cruise and Anthony Edwards? They do, but then at the end of the movie, when they... <laughs> When when he comes back to the bar, and she plays, somebody turns on the album or the the record player, the jukebox, and "You've Lost That Loving Feeling" is on, and it's the actual version. And then and she's standing there with her unibrow. <laughs> and then the planes fly off into the sunset, and then it launches into the, the outro credit song, the okay. greatest cheap trick song ever. And I'm sure Tim will confirm this with me. Okay. Mighty Wings, yeah. Oh, yeah, Mighty Wings. Yeah, that is a great song. Uh, that soundtrack, though, that, I had that on. I think I actually had that on 8-track, to be oh, honest. Oh, I had it on. I had a cassette. 
Okay. I had it on 8-track as well as the Grease soundtrack. Those are the two and uh, Neil Diamond's Coming to America. All three of those on 8-track. <laughs> now, are you talking uh, about the Grease 2 soundtrack? No, the Grease 1 soundtrack. Okay. I didn't like Grease 2. Well, I was all about Grease 2. It's funny. It's my, uh, Brandy's the same way. She loved Grease 2. Michelle Pfeiffer and, and that whole crowd. I didn't enjoy <laughs> I didn't like that one at all. The guy with the helmet, wasn't he like a British guy? Was he Australian maybe? Uh, yeah, Max Caulfield. Yeah, yeah. Is that what his name is? Uh-huh. It's amazing that you know that. I, I know scary. it because there's a local poker broadcaster, then, and he's married to this guy's daughter. So. Oh, well, that's incredible. And he would talk about it. That's how I know it. Mm. Um, yeah, the uh, Kenny Loggins. Mm-hmm. We were talking about that. Kenny Loggins, Danger Zone. <laughs> yes. Uh, that song, I think I rewound that song or whatever it was you did on an 8-track. I can't remember fast forward or I don't know if you had to rewind it with a pencil <laughs> one of those old did you ever have an 8 track player I had a player and I don't think I had any tapes it was my sister's so you used to do what we did as a kid and you just set it up just to be cool yeah I had it I had it sitting there and I would listen to the radio I didn't even really have a cassette player and I, but I wanted that damn Top Gun soundtrack and so I had like a Walkman so yeah uh- was that your first? Uh, you guys were talking about your first tape you ever got. You the said yours was yours Van I ever Halen, got, huh? Did you say yours was Van Halen? Yeah, I think it was. It might have been the Top Gun soundtrack, but I, I'm pretty sure Van Halen OU812 was my first cassette I ever bought. Oh, I like to celebrate uh, Van Hagar. So is that's that the camp that you're in, Van Hagar? Really? It is. You know why? It's because that's the only one I ever saw. I would do you one by going to the concerts. Uh huh. And that was because, you know, I know you liked them, and it was fun. And I remember when, we, when Sammy walked by us <laughs> with the show, two girls. Man. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, good show, man. He stands about, what, 5'2"? Maybe. 5'1", along <laughs> with all the rock stars that we met. Of course, we were all giants, like 6'3", or, you know, 6'2". Yeah, six, two, I was the years. shortest out of all of us, and I'm like 6'1". Yeah, so Sammy and the whole rest of the band, yeah. That's Man, good times. I, I always felt tiny around you and John because you're taller than me, and then John's taller than you. So I felt like I was really short. Yeah. And you know, I remember surrounding Rob Zombie out at the Holy Cow in Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. You remember that? <laughs> yeah. And he was he was a midget too. Yeah, they all are. All, I think all Trent Reznor midget. Yeah, all of them. All of them. Uh, Seal a midget. Yeah. When we met Seal, you know, who's uh, not a midget and who's actually a gigantic person. Oh, Pen. No, who? Pen. Pen and Teller. Really? Yeah. Penn How tall is he? Oh God, he's a giant. I'd well, say like it's six six at least. Six eight. It, you would have guessed that though, looking at him. He's huge. Six eight. He, Pen is probably like six, between six eight and six ten. He's a and giant. You met man. him? He was at the Nine Inch shows in Vegas. Yeah. Walk right by him. Oh my God, you are a giant. He made me look teeny tiny. Really? Yeah. Do you see a lot of celebrities out there, like a lot of celebrity sightings? Yeah. Do you? Yeah, yeah. Happens. Well, I think you're making it up, though. I mean, do you really meet, like, celebrities? I'm talking about A-list celebrities. I played poker with Vince Vaughn. Yeah, that was, like, at a charity event, wasn't it? Yeah. Those don't count. I'm talking about just running into him, like, at Albertsons. Actually, he had just shown up there, though. He didn't oh. come there for the charity thing. Or thrifties. Yeah, no. Um, Darren has seen some, Katie has seen some just like walking around like recently. I, one time at a bar locally, I saw the, the bully 
Uh, this is la around last Christmas, I believe. I don't know. Um, about a year ago. It was the bully from A Christmas Story. S Scott Farkas, or whatever his name was. I don't, the guy yeah, with the yellow I know eyes. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Him. I saw him. In a, <laughs> in a, that's not a list. Well, I, it was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say to him? I didn't say anything. I, I don't ever, the only one I've ever talked to is Ron Jeremy. And you've seen him a few times, you said. Yes. Yeah. That's crazy. I, I, did you see his new movie? The one that we talked about on episode yeah. one of Heck Yes? Uh, no, not yet. I don't think it's I went and watched a trailer of it. Yeah. It's terrible. It's good. I'm going to cue that up. Oh. Yeah. That's worth a cue spot, I think. Yeah. But wait, mm -hmm. we haven't even touched on the most important part of why we're, we're talking right now. So and that's my about, show. Yeah, that's what I'm exactly what we're getting into right now. Okay. Go ahead. Gary and, Gary, uh, and Tim... We've been advertising this for a couple of weeks now. It's finally happening. Is mm -hmm. uh, the premiere of Kings and Champions, the podcast. And when is that? I believe. Tell the folks when that is. Taping tomorrow. They're taping tomorrow. And I imagine it will be live tomorrow. Uh, now, well, Jesus, when I say tomorrow, this is uh, Sunday, June seventh. Mm -hmm. I imagine it'll be live sometime that night. Yes. Only at kingsandchampions.com. Yes, and. Yeah. Interesting fact, mm -hmm. we're recording in front of a live studio audience. <laughs> you laugh, but it's true. I believe you. And I we, have, we have bleacher seating in my basement, which is our studio. Do you have any uh, um, musical guests lined up on the show? No. Um, I think you're going to I think you're gonna enjoy a, a couple parts of it yourself because it's going to hit home for you, um, mm -hmm. especially the opening that we have planned. I think you'll really enjoy it. And I'm not going to give a hint of what it is. You really have to just tune in. But uh, it's hey. going to be magic. And Tim promises. Tim, and I, I speak for Tim because I know that he's going to agree with what I'm saying. He he promises something special tomorrow night. So, And I think we're going to offer some prizes for a couple of things. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, prizes. And uh, well, I'm not topics... talking about prizes that have monetary value at all, but prizes. <laughs> Compliments. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Good job. You'll see. Yeah, it's going to be magic. Um, and you guys are going to talk about something extraordinary. You want to tease that a little bit? Yeah, uh, me and Tim last week when he was over here, and we were discussing uh, discussing a few things about the show and the mm -hmm. layout for the show. We're watching something on TV, and I don't want to give a hint as to what that is because you'll have to find out tomorrow. But we found something and discovered something that will basically change the the view of every person that enjoys one celebrity, a real popular female celebrity. We discovered something, and we're going to break it tomorrow on our show, the news, exclusive on Kings and Champions, kingsandchampions.com. I will be checking that out. You will. And we're not going to, we're not going to talk about it until the end of the show. So you'll be, don't fast forward, listen to the whole show. <laughs> it would, it, we would be doing ourselves wrong if we talked about it at the beginning. That's... <laughs> so... Well, I, I will keep that in mind, even though I will be listening to it as soon as it comes out. Yeah. And I will, uh, yeah. Well, Gary, thanks for coming on Heck Yes. And uh, we'll uh, definitely... I, I appreciate You know what? And can I say something real fast? Sure. You have to be on our show. You're going to have to come on our show. I, we're doing this over Skype, so and it sounds amazing, I hope. Yeah. Um, well, I will definitely be on the show. You, you, you and uh, your guest. I would like to have Chris on, too. Maybe we can do, like, four people. We'll rumble. And Jared. I like all the guests that you have up to the point when we have you on the show, on your show, on our show. You know, maybe we'll bring Jared on and we'll do a wrestling roundtable. Does he watch wrestling? He's way down with wrestling. 
Oh, I think, yeah, you touched on that. You good. Did. Yeah, good times. Good. The Wrestler, by the way. Good movie. Good film. Good film. Anything else you want to pimp out? Any? Um, What's your movie no. recommendation of the week? I unfortunately just watched uh, Changeling with Angelina Jolie, and I know it's been out for a while, but I really enjoyed it. I thought it was well done, well made. Really? I think she deserved the Oscar for that. Did you cry in that one? Um, sadly, no. I should have, though. I could probably cry now if you'd like me to, <laughs> but no, at the time I didn't. Why don't you just turn on uh, Natural? <laughs> Natural, E.T., Finding Nemo, um, some episodes of SpongeBob SquarePants, any of it. I cry at everything. Such a Sadly, I am. I hate to admit it, but I'd rather admit it than have you watch a movie with me and cry and see me cry and wonder <laughs> why. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for coming on the show, and we'll definitely uh, touch up again. And uh, Kings of Champions Sunday night, June seventh. Be there. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. <laughs> Good night. Or wait, no. I'll talk to you later, Gary. All right. And we want to thank uh, Gary for being on the show. That was good times. And now with the power of Skype, I can interview anybody that has a microphone. Um, so if you have a microphone, you want to be on the show, give me a buzz. Uh, get me on Facebook, email me, visit the site, call me if you know me. I hope you know me. Except all the people in Maryland and uh, Georgia. Uh, but we're going to find out who you are. Once again, hello Jared and Korea and all of your little military buddies. Um, keep up the good work. Uh, I'm doing... Uh, a fine job very proud very proud and um i think that's about it rest in peace david carradine i hope that auto erotic asphyxiation stuff is false but hey if you went out like that then you went out in a good way i'd say <laughs> anyway um i think that's about it no movies to recommend um terminator i liked it go see it i already told you this um, go listen to a lot of Queen and uh, look at the kid with uh, Pajeria. So that's it. Have a good one. See you next week.